Patrick, check it! Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome to the PatCast. It is February 21st, 2011. I am Patrick, your host, broadcasting from New York City at the uh, Cozy Goulash Studios this evening. It's a nice winter's evening here in, in NYC, the Big Apple, but we've got some guests uh, joining me tonight from the Poontoon Studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Right now we've got uh, three members from the band Concerning Lions. Say hello, Brian. Hey, now. Brian is the vocalist and sometimes acoustic and sometimes accordionist of the band. We've also got Chase Gamble. Say hello, Chase. Hello, hello. Chase plays the guitar. And last but not least, we've got Nathan Miller. Say hello, Nathan. What's happening? And Nathan does a little bit of drums and a little bit of percussion. That is three-fifths of Concerning Lions. They are joining us an evening with the band concerning lines tell me uh, do you guys have any uh, upcoming shows um yeah we this coming saturday we'll be at jj's bohemia nice and that's in chattanooga yeah that's in chattanooga yeah it's downtown chattanooga uh martin luther king right yeah we'll, we'll be there with uh, a couple bands the bridges and taxi yeah. cab racers from nashville sounds like that'll be a good one uh, and you guys, I guess, are going to be uh, promoting uh, your new album, The Winter Set. Yep, that's what we're up to. Yeah, we just we just cut that in December. We'll have it out. Great. Uh, any day now. Yeah, any day now. Do you have a set date, or is it just going to be a surprise? The official date we put down is March 1st. Um, if we manage to get it available a little sooner than that, then we will. Well, perfect. We'll uh, we'll help get the word out here on the uh, podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. To our uh, to our you know three or four dedicated people. Uh, that listen every day. As you guys were telling me before, I guess uh, Tyler Mullins, Matt Davis, and Dr. Kenny are on this uh, boat. If people who are listening don't understand, the Poontoon Studios is on a boat. What are they doing on the boat right now? Are they fishing? Are they uh, looking for grasshoppers? What are they doing? Well, Craig said he'd be right back. That was a while ago. Though. Oh, so he's he could be anywhere. He could be wrestling a uh, uh, some kind of large fish in the ocean. No, I, I asked him if he was going to do that. He said no. Oh, no. Okay, well... Who knows? Well, great. Well, uh, I've actually gotten a chance to listen to the winter set. I've enjoyed what I've heard. Uh, it's very good stuff. I haven't had a chance to listen um, to the EP that you guys put out a while back, but I've heard good <laughs> things, and that's that's all that matters, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I actually do plan. I think I might just buy it. You know, I like this what I've heard so far. So why not just go ahead and just. By yeah. the old, by the well, older you, one. You can, Patrick. It's more important to me that you think well of us than that you actually hear the music. Well, I do, I do. I think very well, and uh, I think that our listeners are gonna are gonna like what they hear, and uh, especially after tonight, after listening to this episode, I've really enjoyed what I've heard. I've actually got a few favorite tracks already that I've heard. I enjoy uh, December News oh, quite yeah. a bit. I do enjoy that one. Uh, I also like uh, the one that's called uh, Preacher Son. Hey, little, little upbeat. Uh, that's, I like uh, it. Yeah, that's one of the ones we're going to play here at the Poon Tune tonight. Oh, well then, you know what? That's perfect. That uh, that couldn't work out any better. 
I really do uh, enjoy that one. Awesome. Um, but it's it's good stuff, and I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you guys are gonna play that. That that excites me. That's a good chance for a plug. December news is the only song that we that was a collaboration. Um, writing wise, we I uh, I co-wrote that song with the guys from another band in Nashville called Flying Colors. Like I mentioned mm-hmm. them. So the other thirteen on the record we we wrote in house concerning lines, but December news was mostly their composition, and I just helped them okay. out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Verses. Yeah, that's, that's a nice song. Yeah, I've enjoyed enjoyed everything that I've heard thus far. Uh, so tell me a little bit. How did Concerning Lions get started? Well, apparently we uh, <clears throat> not apparently. This is actually what happened. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I, uh, Jonathan Durham, a guy that lives in Nashville. Um, I told this story the first time on video, and he said that I was a liar. So I'm not going to say that. Regardless, I I played music with Jonathan's wife and um, blah, 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 blah. Through that, he uh, invited me to a gig at the North Chatcat in, in Chattanooga. The gig went really well, and so they invited me, Brian and Jonathan. Brian wasn't a very big fan of me. Um, Brian, Brian, why don't you, why don't you tell the yeah, this, story? This I'd like to hear. Tell, tell the story of... Okay, well, so... You need another person? We've been through several members as we were developing... Jonathan and I have been writing songs together for a long time. We just mm-hmm. recently, in the last couple of months, started writing songs that are good. But we've been writing songs for almost 10 years now. And oh, wow. We've been diapers. And through college, we were going through numbers. The way it felt, we always tended to have a lot of guitars. That's the instrument I play when I play it. Uh, Jonathan's principal instrument is, has traditionally been a guitar. <laughs> and so at one point, we did have three guitars and a drummer. That was, that was a difficult band to arrange, and then we, sure. we lost a couple members, and it was just me and Jonathan, and we landed a random gig, and he goes and find he says calls me up and says Brian, I found us a guy to play at North Chat Cap. I'm like, great, what does he play? And he's like guitar. So, so <laughs> my thought was that we didn't need this guy, and then we go over to his apartment to rehearse, and he's sort of quiet, and we play him a song. What do you think, Chase? And he's like. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what you said? Yeah, he's just kind of yeah, well, Just like, I've never heard this style of music before. She said, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up playing new metal. So there were a lot of instances of that sitcom thing where I'd pull Jonathan aside five feet away and then speak loudly about the person as if they were now out of earshot, you know? Yep. I did that a lot. What are we doing here? This guy's terrible. <laughs> Um, anyway, so uh, John had to work. It ended up being me and Chase setting up for that show alone. And uh, <laughs> that girl at North Jack Cat was like, y'all want some drinks? And so we had a couple beers where we were setting up. And by the time we started playing, Chase and I were just best friends. <laughs> nice. Um, so that's how you got involved. You tell, now, Nathan, your turn. <clears throat> so that's how we found Chase. Well, uh, Chase and I were a part of uh, the house ministry on the... Uh, of campus ministry on UTC's campus, and I played in the, the drum line it's my freshman year. Freshman year. Yeah, first semester. So Chase heard of me from uh, one of the instructors there. and Which was the drummer when I came into the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he, he heard about me, and he said that I was a decent drummer. Is that, is that what he said? Nathan, you're a decent drummer. <laughs> which, which is why Chase called me later and said, 
Dude, I've got a totally decent drummer for us. <laughs> He's completely average. He's going to be totally normal. Exactly what happened. Sign me up. <laughs> so, Chase talked to me and he said, Hey man, I'd love if you, first off, played for the house. Uh, and just played drums for the house ministry. And I said, You know what? Maybe, maybe next year. Uh, <laughs> just trying to put it off. I haven't played Kit in like seven years since then. So I said, okay, maybe next year. So he actually quotes me one year later. This next summer, he quotes me and says, hey, man, you said, you said you'd play next year. I said, okay. Shoot. <laughs> um, so I said, fine. He said, oh, and by the way, I'm in a band. And we're wanting to record pretty soon. We'd love to have you. And just a side note, he never heard me play drums, period. Wow. Never, ever heard me play anything. He said, I'd love for you to you know, join this band and play, play some drums for us. And I said, okay, all right, whatever. And I just got really excited. And then we had our first show, um, and it went quite well. And actually, at the first show, our fifth member, Daniel Hallam, joined us. And that was a... That was awesome. It was it was such a such a weird thing. Jonathan decided he wanted banjo. It went from three to five in in one show. Yeah, and while we were rehearsing for that show, it was a fundraiser for was it High JM maybe? Uh huh. International Justice Mission. Yeah, uh, organization that uh, awesome awesome yeah yeah fights against sex trafficking. Well, and so while we were rehearsing for that, uh, a friend of uh, a person, a friend of ours who was organizing it, showed up with a camera, wanted to do a poster. So he's like, "Hey, let's get a shot of concerning lines for the poster." So Daniel's uh, my first rehearsal with these five guys, with these four of the guys, was Nathan and Daniel. First time I ever played music with them was also the night we posed for a band photo, which we put on a poster <laughs> with concerning lines on it. So after that, it was pretty much it sounds like we hate each other. We don't want to be friends, but. <laughs> That's yeah. That's kind of how it came together. But we played that one show, and it was never a, a question after that whether or not we'd want to keep playing together. Well, yeah. for, the world wouldn't be the same Just again. The same. That, that that's been about two yeah. years now. It's pretty incredible, and you guys are still going strong. So that's that's always a good sign, I would say. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we can take this point to jump into a uh, into a song. Okay. Well, let's play. Uh, let's play Tithonus. Play Tithonus then. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, All right. Cool. Tithonus. of dawn and by the time the city woke the sun had come and I had gone gone
back then And centuries of kisses fell from me Like dew from flower stems That was incredible. All right now, I'd like to kind of dive into a little bit of uh, some uh, history of uh, of the instruments, like w- when you guys really got into music and uh, some of the first instruments you ever played. I'm gonna start with uh, Chase on this. Chase, what was the first instrument you ever played? Was it guitar? No, actually, my I grew up and my dad always beat on the steering wheel of his car while listening to uh, classic rock. Yeah. So he kind of he, of, of course I should say this first. He grew up as a drummer. Um, what? He that. says, yeah, my dad, yeah. He he says that he was really good. I uh, I believe him. I think. I believe. Him. <laughs> no, no, no. He uh, even to this day. I mean, he hasn't played a drum set in years. But I mean, his rhythm yeah. is, is pretty crazy. But um, he had this raggedy ass drum set. Um, that was in the attic, and he pulled it down, and he he bought a couple cymbals for it, and um, so he kind of taught me how to play drums. Anyways, this was about third or fourth grade, um, so fifth grade is when you know the high school band director comes into pre junior high, says, "Hey, if you want to try out for band, come try out for band." Following my dad, of course, I uh, I got into the drum line. My original instrument was um, the drums. I mean, I guess the snare drum first. Mm-hmm. And so, getting in, getting into that, and and in fifth grade, and being terrible with every other terrible person, you know, trying to learn instruments, I developed some good friendships. You know, music music does that. And, oh yeah, um, definitely. Two or three of of my good friends that were actually in the band. One of the guys um, played guitar, and so fifth grade, this guy brought over his electric guitar and an amp, played some Nirvana songs or something. <laughs> and but you know I I just never like seen a person play guitar in front of my face and, and, and... <laughs> in front of my face. Well, it's possible someone had done it before you hadn't seen it. I had never been to a concert. 
Really? Yeah, you gotta see and it. This, I mean, it. this this was like in my bedroom. This guy brought over his guitar. I mean, it looked really cool, and you know, and he made these great sounds. And all he played was some bar chords. But I, I, I just, I was obsessed. Anyway, so my dad actually is, or actually my grandfather, who I, I've never met, he left my my dad his guitar, and actually it's a 1958 Gibson. Um, it's a B52 nice. acoustic. And so digging through my parents' closet one day, I I found this. And um, Dad never told me about it, of course, because he didn't think that I'd be interested in that because he thought I was going to be a drummer. I got this guitar out and started playing bar chords along with the radio, and and so that's that's kind of kind of how I learned. That's, and, that's pretty great. Yeah. So. What uh do you do you remember what songs you would play <laughs> the uh, bar chords to on the radio? Um, <laughs> one of the, of course Nirvana. That was like the big the big thing, the cool thing when, when we were really young. One song specifically, I don't, God, I don't know the, the name of it, but it was a Third Eye Blind song. It was a and that was, that was kind of the, the lead guitar part. And so that, I, that's, that's what I remember standing in front of my radio playing, but that's, that's what I do remember standing in front of the radio, trying to pick out bar chords to play <laughs> along with this song while I was playing. That's where I started, and then I just never, right. I never quit. You know, you have yeah. loud amps and <laughs> yeah. ter- terrible music happening, but at that age, hey. you think it's the best thing in the world. You know? We're going to move on to Nathan now. Nathan, was drums the first instrument you played? It's probably a re- recorder or something, too. Like that. <laughs> recorder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, nice. in fourth grade. But I I remember being in, um, in music in probably like sixth grade or something. It might have been earlier, actually. They gave us uh, a djembe. They'd have somebody do this rhythm and the other half of the class do this rhythm. I enjoyed it and I was really good at it. And else. I got my first drum set, I think, when I was seven. And it was this nasty, old, small, tiny, blue... I don't know what it was called. Like Sonic or something? Yeah. The whole what, Is that right, Chase? Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. And I think I had like four-inch symbol or something. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> but that's what I had. I think it's still in the attic of my parents' house. I was probably 10 when I got my next drum set. Um, and it was a real one. It was a Pearl Export. Uh, beautiful, like dark green, forest color. Um, and I started taking lessons at Shuffs in downtown Franklin, Tennessee. I probably took those for a few years. J.D. Shuff, and he just taught me the basics and all that sorts of stuff. And in eighth grade, I started taking uh, just snare lessons. I was in the drum line in the band there. And that's, I, I stopped taking drum set lessons, but I kept going through high school. From freshman to senior year, I was in the drum line. Um, and that was that was my jewel, and I loved it. So I got pretty good at that, and I, I just stopped playing my kit totally. I didn't play it for a while, and then... <laughs> They're shaking their heads. No, no, no. I, I played a. I was uh, in a, a youth group in Franklin as well, um, called Fusion, and I, I played there. So the first time I actually played my kit for probably seven years was when I joined Concerning Lines. It was a little weird, but I, I picked back up on it and like riding a bike just a little bit. Yeah. Except you don't go anywhere. You're very stationary. You're very stationary. But yeah, I just uh, I grew up playing drums most of the most of the time. My 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 father was um, a semi-professional pianist, playing some old gospel gospel stuff, and so I just grew up being a singer and a drummer. That's awesome. Well, last but not least, Brian, uh, was the accordion the first instrument you ever played? Yeah, I, I was living in France um, 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, right, and just below us in our apartment building, there was this, this old guy that, you know, no one really liked him. and was like, don't mess with him, you know. They say he killed someone and all this stuff, but I always hear this <laughs> music. And one day I went down there, and it was an accordion. And as he taught me to play accordion, slowly he came out of his shell. And that's not true. None of that's true. <laughs> well, I wish it was. That would have been great. Uh, my mother was a is a piano was a piano teacher when I was a kid. So was my grandmother. Yeah. So uh, I probably played piano first, but I forgot it really quickly. I was I wasn't a good student because I could uh, hear something once or twice, and I could just kind of figure it out. So I never learned to read music. There were certain students of the couple dozen that my mom had that she sort of very nicely said, you know, this might not be for you. Maybe you shouldn't be spending your mom your parents' money this way. I was one of those students. My mom was like, <laughs> you know, I shouldn't be wasting my time on you. It's not true. She took me, took me piano. I, I got my first guitar when I was, I think, 9 or 10. And uh, mm -hmm. I gave up on it when I couldn't figure out how to play the G chords. You have to put your pinky way down there. And I was like, I'll never be able to do it. My father's a guitarist. That's how my parents bonded, playing songs in college. So he was like, here, it's a G. And I couldn't do it, so I gave up. And then this kid, uh, Dave Durham's son, came to my house at some point. His name was Jonathan. I'm on the select soccer team. I can play bar chords. And I'm like, oh, that's never done. I think I must have been 12. So Jonathan's responsible for making me want to learn more guitar. I did go to high school in Paris, and I got a good dose of jazz there mm -hmm. mixed in with my steady diet of the police and sting coming from my dad so i've pretty much always been on guitar uh, and it's it's on the guitar where a lot of our songs start I'll, I'll come up with something and very quickly i end up handing it over to to the better musicians in my band and they take it from there so what it was so what is the true story with the uh the accordion here how did that uh well my grandmother is uh a warrior of a woman and uh the in the 70s the, the accordion was her worship leading weapon of choice she'd tote that thing around and play it in churches and stuff and just wail and if you look hard enough you can find like records of her and her four daughters just wailing some pretty awesome gospel stuff so she ended up putting the accordion up in her attic and gave it to me one day and i was like lame accordions are for geeks and then uh ended up Learn how to play it. So yeah, the accordion came to me. It was sort of forced on me by my grandmother, and then one day I started messing with it, and I really do love that instrument. It's a challenging instrument to play, but I do like it. So. Yeah. But it's it's funny though, because I love the accordion too. When you play it, it's beautiful. But <laughs> <laughs> my first memories of the accordion. Watching the TV show Family, Family Matters. Matters. Steve Urkel. That's right. Yeah. Steve Urkel played the accordion. He ruined yeah. it for like a decade. I know. It's a good thing Jump Little Children it was around. And then but, 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 like but, Right. But when you first brought that out, I was just like, no. no. <laughs> and that's all I could think of. I, mean, I just, I couldn't handle it. The accordion it. goes or not. But, but on this new record, when we when we do that accordion work on Tiffany's, especially in the waltz, like, it's safe. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is awesome. And you can download that song for free on uh Concerning Lines website. And that's through Bandcamp, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The the yeah. we've got just like anybody else, we've got web presence in like six different uh pages, but we're we're migrating over to Bandcamp. Yeah. The Bandcamp is yeah. concerninglines.bandcamp.com is the way is the place to go. All right, we're gonna go on into another song. Let's, let's do you wanna do a song from the E P? 
from the, the old EP? Let's do Cannon. Alright. That'll work. This Here's uh, Cannon from Concerning Lions on the podcast.
more after this next thing. Hello all, Matt Davis here, and I'm back and better than ever. But enough about me, let's talk about you and what you need to get back to that good smelling and good feeling self. Four words, Matt Davis body scrub. But hold that dial. If you have been falsely persuaded into any phony or imitation creams out there on the market that claim to do something they can't for your complexion on any part of your body at either end, come back to that trusted and loved brand by all and start living and loving them again. And remember, my product is Matt tested and Matt approved. I am Matt Davis and I approve this message. You're listening, You're listening to the heedless rambling of Patrick and his friends, better known as the Patcast Crew Cast.
And we're back. The name of that little number was Living with a Girl. What ain't my life? Uh, and that is off the winter set from Concerning Lions, who are our guest on the show. Three-fifths of them, that is. Right now we're going to dive into a uh, fun topic called Influences. Um, I'm sure that, you know, each of you have a wide variety of, of influences that, you know, could range from who knows what to you know what. I'd like to go ahead and ask what Craig's influences are. No influences. <laughs> I handled it all myself. And as you can see, we've got we've been joined by uh, two more people. We've got Tyler Mullins and Dr. Kenny Sheltonov. Where's Matt Davis? Right here. He's right here. Oh, there he is. He's just he's just being quiet over there. Hey. Matt, how are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. And uh, just so I'm not rude, Dr. Kenny, how are you? I'm I'm doing well. Did you you didn't go and dive in the water for any large? Fishes? Oh, fishes? me in the water? Fishes? Yeah. Hey, you never so. know. Tyler, how are you this evening? I'm doing phantasmically. Influences. We're going to start with Brian on this one. Brian, who influences you? <laughs> My f- dad was is a is a big police fan, and so um, yeah. I, I got a lot of the police in my youth, and that led to Sting. Sting is still probably the, the biggest influence on my life that is not shared in the slightest by any of my band members. <laughs> That's going to encourage me. It's not something I share with any of them. More, more recently, of course, you know, uh, Sufjan Stevens has got a lot to do with what we, what we end up with instrumentally. Come on, Phil the mm-hmm. Illinois. Come on, Phil the Illinois. Which, which also brings on hate mail for some reason. Apparently. Yeah. This rocks. <laughs> Look back to episode, what episode was that? Episode 5, wasn't it? Yeah, 45. Look back to episode 45 for that story. Yeah, so more recently, Stephen Stevens, Brandy Carlisle is wrecking things. I like Greg Laswell a lot, but really foundationally, I have to point to Jump Little Children, who had a lot, who they were pretty much always on when we were first forming up. As a yeah, so that vocalist, Jay Clifford, Jump Little Children, he, he's still working. He's not with them anymore, but he's working under the name Jay Clifford. He still has a job somewhere oh, under no. his own name. Uh, next up with influences, we're going to move on to Nathan. Who influences you, my friend? Well, well, I don't know if it's... Well, okay. Steve Jordan and J.J. Johnson. Yes. Mm. I guess Those if I rappers. had to make choices. Two drummers. They both play for John Mayer, just depending on what song, what album he's doing. Hey, 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 hey. But if I was to choose somebody, it would be those guys. Just because they're quite amazing, quite amazing players. Uh, and the thing I most appreciate about those guys is, is their space. I think a good musician has a lot of space in music, especially if they're kind of the backbone or some sort of soloist. I think the drummer has a huge part in just playing the space, laying it down, doing twos and fours. Yeah, and those guys, are, those guys are incredible. Um, so that's when I, I listen to a lot. It's just John Mayer's stuff. He's an interesting guy himself. He's a great guitarist, slightly good singer. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank awful, you for that. Awful lyrics. Um, yes. But, but great music. This is not about John Mayer. This is about J.J. Johnson and Steve Jordan. That's fine. Safe but purpose. safe to say that they carry his career Dumbass sucks ass. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he does. No, no, no. This is the this is the one time we really did actually need Taylor Newman in here to uh, jump in and just get really offended. I'm glad he's not here because he'd be coming all over himself. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's like every time we cover some shit like this, we talked about the Dark Knight. Joey wasn't here, and now we're talking about John Mayer and yeah, Taylor's that's not here. True. It's that's the way it goes. On no, no one is in the right. Next place thing you know, we're going to be talking about Tron, and Matt won't be here. <gasps> no. <laughs> no. That would be that would be bad. Anyway, Matt, do, you have, do you have a song picked out for us? I would. <laughs> I have to say gravity. Your body is a woman. Gravity, here we go. Oh, man. Just listen to the drums and the song. Just, yes. Uh, Patrick, can you find the... Yes, you're... Can you yes, find the drum track? Just the drum track. Yeah, no, I don't. Actually, I, I would um, seriously have to say gravity's... John Mayer's lyrics, gravity's is, is one of the better uh, set of lyrics. That's the best part. Gravity. Magnetic We should have just had uh, Nathan bring in some drums and you guys sing. <laughs> yeah. Chase was uh was Rod Stewart your main influence growing up? No. However, I did oh. <laughs> stay in, in junior high outside oh of the outside of the band the room. He's all the Oreo. <laughs> We would sing the song, if you want my body and you think I'm sexy, come on, baby, let me know. That, I mean, that, You kind of sang that to Achy Breaky Heart, Melody. But, <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, but, but isn't that Rod Stewart? Yeah, that's right. It Stewart. is, it okay, is, yeah. Okay. Do you think I'm sexy? Yeah. No, that was not an influence of mine. I thought that yeah. was awesome. So who, uh, so who were your influences, Chase? Third Eye Blind? Yeah. Mm, um, I, I, I think that they're great and have written some great songs, but... No, not for me. <laughs> not, not for me. Um, hey, don't feel bad. They're no one's influence. I don't think. <laughs> That's not I, true. I, I That's not true. Blind. They were there. They might, they might they be were their yeah. own influence. I mean, if, if you've been to a concert of theirs, then Mercy it's fans. you. You would appreciate them more, I think. Yeah, no, I've, I've, heard, I've heard good things about about okay, some of their again. shows. Sure, um, but for they're me, blind. Blind. Um, yeah, I, I grew up a little more. I remember hearing that. I liked classic rock and and just rock in general. And like I said earlier. I uh, was kind of in new metal stage um, mm-hmm. with the guitar. But I think Soundgarden was one of my biggest loves. And, of course, Black Hole Sun was just, it was it was a huge song. Chris Cornell kind of peaced out. I'm not sure necessarily why. And I well, he had to do And I, I don't care. He so, didn't have to do that. Right. But, but he left. And he then, you know, of course, Rage Against the Machine was, was coming up. That caught my attention because it was a little more hip hoppy with rock, and right. and I love the fact that the guitarist of of Rage Against the Machine, I can't think of his name, um, Tom Morello. Yeah, yeah. It was a three piece band. It was or, or a four piece, I guess. It was you know singer, drummer, guitarist, and bassist. But that guitarist, I mean, he didn't need two guitars to to fill up this music. <laughs> he was by himself, and he created some really really crazy sounds and. And, and tones and I always always love that so I've been you know over 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 the last few years thinking how how can I as a single guitarist or electric guitarist of a band that is mostly acoustic how can I take my electric and make the and make the music more full it was still pretty much the same style with audio sleeve and raging as a machine um, yeah, and, and, and so I think I think for me influential wise trying to fill out a band with one guitar. I think that that guy was probably the most influential for me, especially with this with, with concerning lines, because primarily that's that's what I do, and I'm, I I try more often to to do that. 
Yeah. You, so. you do a really good job. Who's ready for? Uh, who's ready to play a game? I'm ready. I'm ready, man. So We're gonna play a game of Patcast. Name that tune. It's gonna be Team Concerning Lions, featuring Brian, Chase, and Nathan versus Team. Uh, you guys have a team name? Oh yeah, Team Crayon. Team Crayon. Come on, don't have to compete with Team Crayon. Yeah. Oh, yep, you. Gotta compete with Team Crayon. That's right. Team Crayon consists of. Matt Davis, Tyler Mullins, and Dr. Kenny Shelton. Sweat, sweat. Team Crayon is undefeated yeah. in everything. Sweat, sweat. The rules of PatCast. The rules are, are, they're on are, the rules. Are, yeah, that, that, that too. Uh, it's actually quite simple, but it's not like your normal name that tune. <laughs> Basically, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to play a small snippet of a song. It's not going to be the beginning or an end of a song. It's just a random snippet of a song um, that's three seconds or less. That's all you get, and you can only hear it. Uh, twice if you ask to hear it a second time but that is it you can't hear it more than twice so basically we'll we'll go from one team to another we'll uh we'll go through a couple of these songs whoever has the most points at the end wins now if your team cannot guess the song the other team can get a chance to guess sweet and get extra points yeah, that's right the first thing that you shout out will be considered as your final answer. So think about it, discuss it before shouting it. So the first one is going to be going to Team Concerning Lions. So it's time for the first clip. And again, this is for Team Concerning Lions. Come on. Oh my gosh. Is that from the 40? <laughs> <laughs> Just give up. Go ahead. We got it. I got, Chase, I, got, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. Swing and a miss. All right, so uh, Team Crayon, do you have a guess? Yeah, that's yes. CCR, Bad Moon Rising. You got it. It is. It's Creedence Clearwater. Come on, guys, clap. Be good sports. Come on, let's hear it. Well done. I'll clap for myself. Yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna stay with you, Team Crayon. Let's uh, let's play the second clip. <laughs> One more time. One more time. You got it. It is Daft Punk. One more time. All right. So it's Concerned Lions zero and Crayon one. And Team one. Crayon two. Wow, that was quick. Wow, Team Crayon, you are a force to be reckoned with here. We don't stop. Yeah, let's come back over to uh, Team Concerning Lions. Third clip. Let's roll it. Ooh. What's with the non-recent music? I was born in 89. <laughs> <laughs> what? Were you really? Yes. He's so come on. I think I'm actually older than him. What? So, so you got you got you guys don't have a guess. Wait, just pass it over to us. Matt knows it. Yeah, by the way, was that not in the way that you use it by Eric Clapton? Yep. What? That was oh it. God. You got it. How the hell did you get there? Boy, he, he yep. you Patrick, you took the song. least melodic part of that song. <laughs> I know, I know. It was, it was a part of the guitar solo. Now guys, let's so hear it again. I said I wasn't going to use it. Nah, yeah, it makes sense. I was just going to pick a so, random, random. I thought it was like Huey Lewis or something. Team Crayon 3, Concerted Line 0. I'd be embarrassed if we were on here as musicians, but since we're just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll uh, we'll go on to uh, the fourth clip here. This is for you, Team Crayon. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, that's that like a second That one's only like a second long. <laughs> wow, that is short. Do not play it again for a second. They don't even know what... This is not possible. This, not one's, this one's not possible. No, it is possible. Alright, Tyler, play it again. Have you... No, I mean, the, I mean the, like the, the, good, the best part about naming that tune is when they're like really short. I don't know, man. Bad they romance. Give they give up. Bad romance. They give up. Alright, well, good. So Greg let's hand it over to uh, Team Concerning Lines. You guys have a guess? 
Danny Elfman's Batman theme. It is uh, the Rembrandts. I'll be there for you. Theme song of my friends. <laughs> what? My friends. Oh, what? Where? Days like these. Doesn't matter. That sounds no. like it's in a totally different key. No if way. He, if he nope, had given, if he had given like an extra second, we probably would have been able. Well, then it would have yeah, been you, too easy, probably. Yeah, yeah that's why I stopped. That's why I stopped it earlier. Moving on to the next one. This is for Team Concerning Lions. Wow. Is this Bach? <laughs> that does sound like our <laughs> That was his guess. It's our turn now. I don't know what the answer is. How about you guys? Alright, Team Crayon. Yeah, let's hear that again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's the Rushmore thing. What? What did you say? It, I said it's the Rushmore thing. Oh. It's uh the Beatles in my life. There's no way Craig was getting that. No. He's not well-versed in the ways of music. The next one is for uh, Team Crayon. Crayon. Roll that clip. Mm. Sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) Play that again. That's on Guitar Hero. (laughs) (laughs) I know it is. Patrick, I don't know. That is, that is, that is. Can I just throw out again? It, it almost sounds like sure. a Nirvana, maybe. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was gonna guess. What uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, what song? Lithium. You're not on their team, Chase. <laughs> Chase. You do realize every Nirvana. Chase team is as much on their team much as the I. Same. I know, but that's what makes this difficult. <laughs> I don't remember the. Question. I don't know. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Lounge Act. That, that's your guess. That's yes. Your they, they, well, obviously it's wrong. Oh, it is wrong. <laughs> Alright, that means it goes to Concerning Lions. Play it one more time. Concerning Lions. No, Lithium. Lithium. No. Is that that your final answer? I don't think it's... I don't think it's Lithium. Lithium. The answer is Nirvana. Rape me. So close. Rape me. Alright. Oh, I know that. This one is uh, for Concerning Lions. That's right. right. Roll it. I've been thugging all my life. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Listen. I think I know. I think I actually know. Anybody have a guess, Chase? You got something? I can. I can. I got nothing. But I don't know the the track name. I, I can hear it. I don't know rap. Uh, I almost want to give it to you because you you you've been spot on with it. Yeah, I just but can't just think of the track name. Yeah, you just don't know the track name or the Sing artist. sing some of it. So everyone uh, knows. Uh, hey, <laughs> sing it. <dun>, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I just can't think of the track name. I've been I know right. I'm right. I gotta be right. Hey. This is it. This is. I've it. gotta be right. Listen, give uh, us. Come on. Give us the point. Give us the point. We need it. <laughs> we don't know. We got nothing. So we're gonna move on to Team Crayon. Team Crayon. Any guesses? It's Ti. Live your life. Live your life. Yeah. Yep. With Rihanna, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Team Crayon. I knew Team Crayon got it. <laughs> there was a girl. We'll send our last one to them. Okay. Last one. This is going to y'all. Got it. Ridiculous, man. Got it. You should have given us like thirty second clips. Sunday morning, coming to the Halo Are you serious? That song? We'll just give it to him because that's a good guess. That's that's not it. You're 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 uh. Sunday morning by Eve Six. Come on. You shouted it out, and that is incorrect. <laughs> Shit! What about what about you, Team Crayon? Uh, Sunday it, morning. Sunday morning by Sugar. Or every morning, every morning, every morning. Sunday morning. Right. Every morning. I said every, every morning. morning. 
It's not every morning. It's someday by Sugar Ray. Whatever the fuck, we got the best. <laughs> yep. Give it to right us, artist. man. Wrong song. I think he confused me because he was singing it. Lions win. This has, been a, this has been a tough, tough game. Tough yeah. I thought it would be. I thought I was on to something. <laughs> All right, to wrap things up here on the podcast, we've got a song, a final song, it. live in studio it. in Chattanooga, Tennessee, from Concerning Lions. This is Treat Your Son on the podcast. <laughs>
Say goodbye, Brian. Goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye, Nathan. See you guys. Say goodbye, Chase. Bye, thanks, y'all. Say goodbye, Dr. Kinney. I am my own muse. Say goodbye, Matt. Bye. Say goodbye, Tyler. <laughs> and I'm Patrick. Goodbye. On the next podcast. I came home one day. I was over here, and I got home at like, it was like 5.30 <clears throat> or 6 o'clock in the morning. And I go in, and there was this car parked outside the apartment building. I didn't know what they were doing. And then this lady walks out. This old lady comes hobbling out, and she gets in the car and drives off. And I was like, oh, that was weird. So then I walk in, and I realize, oh, that was the paper lady. And I look over, and on the, the people who live directly above me, there was a paper sitting out on their doormat. It was the New York Times, and it was a Saturday. And I got really excited because the Saturday New York Times crossword puzzle, that's the hardest crossword puzzle in a week. Like, anywhere. Like, I've got to do that. So I grabbed the paper, and I went downstairs like, what do I care? It's a newspaper. Then, like, a few days later, I, I got home about the same time, and the and the lady was like, I kind of saw her from a distance, and she was, like, tucking it under the <laughs> tucking it under the doormat. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to get away with that anymore. And then, like, two days later, I got a notice on my door that was like, attention, building 707 residents people in this apartment pay for their paper like please don't take it like i get it That's <laughs> like they have taken all kinds of precautions <laughs> to prevent anyone <laughs> from stealing these people's paper again That's amazing. like it was a saturday times who the fuck reads that